Welcome to the Legends Rewind Podcast. I'm Rusty Ellis. Today, joined by some Clay County royalty, I think, that we could say. Probably the biggest basketball family in the Upper Cumberland, Tracy, Trisha, and Taylor Strong. Uh, I'm just glad. I'm just, I'm, first of all, I'm humbled just to be sitting in front of so much greatness right now because of everything the three of you have accomplished. I appreciate y'all sitting down with me today. We're glad to be here, Rusty. Thanks for inviting us. And, uh, it's, it's always good to talk about basketball in the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's something that we, we've we always enjoyed talking about, enjoyed doing. And so we're glad to be here. Thank you. So the first thing, I thought of this when I was driving over here because I just got randomly to thinking about it. So Tracy, Trisha, Taylor, why was Grant the only one to get a name that didn't start with a T? <laughs> well, we also, also have Kai. Okay, fair enough. We have an older okay. uh, gotcha. which and so a lot of the names, you know, Trish and I, we volleyed back and forth with it. And she gives me credit for naming them, and I don't know. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. It was just something funny I noticed. I was like, there's a lot of T's here, and then just randomly. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Well, all right, well, let, let's talk some basketball then. Sure. So, uh, Tracy, we'll start with you. Kind of what was your start? What was your, what's, your fir- what's your first memory of the game of basketball? Oh, gosh, just watching my older brothers um, play as a kid, uh, you know, the first memory I have of any of my brothers playing was, was Gary J, who, who played from, you know, graduated in 75, played on some really good teams. Um, I can remember his senior year of, of um, which I was born in 67, so I guess I would have been eight, nine years old, whatever, mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, just watching those guys and, and, and seeing how hard they played, enjoyed going to the games. Uh, Thomas, my brother-in-law, uh, was coaching at the time. and. And uh, so just, you know, just really from a young age, you know, seeing it and, and being home and talking about it and seeing uh, Gary J work at it. And, and so that was kind of my earliest memories of, of basketball growing up. Trisha, what about you? <clears throat> so I didn't, I didn't have a lot of family playing ball. So I, I mean, Pee Wee basketball <laughs> in fifth and sixth grade was my early. <laughs> Uh, but I didn't go to a lot of ball games outside mm-hmm. of my own. So. So what led to kind of your interest in it then? Uh, I mean, it's just something that your small town. It's just what you do. You know, your extracurricular is you do something sports related. So I was always tall in my life. <laughs> uh, my dad was uh, was a coach. Uh, Jerry Fox was a coach. So uh, I guess that was probably my you know earliest remembrance of it. So he, he kind of pushed me towards it a little bit. Was there something for either of you that what? what what part of the game made y'all fall in love with it? Because obviously you both went on to play at a very high level in high school. So what, was there a part of the game that you that made you fall in love with it? Just winning. <laughs> well, that's, that's a that's big part a, of it. That, that really I mean, it's is. Fun. It, it was it was competition, and for me, I'm I'm the youngest of nine, and so for sure. me, uh, you know, we we would play in the backyard, the old goal hanging on the light pole, and that's that's actually what we had. And uh, my brothers still make fun of me for. For kicking the ball over the hill uh, <laughs> when things wouldn't go my way, or if I got pushed down and knocked down, which that happened quite often back in those days, and so uh, you know, I think I think we just for for my bunch, I think we like to compete. Um, I, I think you can see that in, in the way that Tyler played, and I think you can certainly see it with the way that Grant plays. That mm-hmm. the competitive part of it. So I have to ask, how many arguments started because of basketball in your house then? If you're the youngest of nine, I can only imagine what that's like. I have one sibling, so. <laughs> you know, uh, there were several. Uh, um, but a lot of good times as well. You know, a lot of, a lot of hard work, uh, a lot of shared time. Uh, you can, you know, Tyler and I talked about on the way over about when I and Tricia and, 
And uh, we've got a sister-in-law, Mark, my brother married Paige Smith mm -hmm. from out Livingston. So Paige is in the Hall of Fame mm -hmm. at Austin Peay State University in Women's Basketball Hall of Fame, one of the top five players there of all time, voted in the top five. And we would go to the gym and Paige would go with me to take Taylor when she was younger and, mm -hmm. and Grant as well. And even Kyle was still playing at that time. And we'd have to be careful of, of what would happen between especially Grant and Taylor. Because <laughs> uh, if, if you didn't watch it, uh, you know, the drills that we would run and the one-on-one -on -one stuff that we would do would turn into a really good wrestling match. <laughs> uh, but again, uh, all in fun, all in the competitive nature. Mm -hmm. uh, but we sure got a lot done back in those days and, and uh, enjoyed it all along the way. So Taylor, how early did they start you then? Because a lot of people say that they were, they were coming out of the womb plant dribbling a basketball. Was that the case um, for you? I would say that was the case. I um, thought I wanted to be a cheerleader there for a minute, and I think Dad <laughs> lost a couple nights of sleep over that one. So <laughs> that wasn't really an option for me. But uh, I just remember growing up and always going to the gym and watching Dad play, just pick up, just playing with some of the older people in town. And then uh, we started going back and forth, and we'd play. It would be me and Grant against each other a lot of the time, and it would end up – I'd uh, sneak a couple cheap shots in there every <laughs> once in a while, but Dad, would, we'd end up just not being able to guard each other. Is what would just happen, going after so. little brother, right? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> it was many evenings and many weekend times when when the kids were watching Tracy play up in Tompkinsville. They had a really good pickup team. Mm -hmm. uh, held the records up there for many years. Mm -hmm. uh, it was pretty competitive. So the oh, yeah. Taylor and then kind of ran all three. Watched Tracy play a lot of a lot of ball up there with a lot of Salina. Yeah, those are my, my earliest oh, memories yeah. of basketball, okay. for sure. They yeah. saw it get pretty heated and, and watching it. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. At some point, you learned to separate the court from the house, though, right? Uh, at some well, point, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. It might be debatable if you come to watch me and Grant play at the gym. But. <laughs> gotcha. So, let me ask you on this. Did y'all see an advantage, uh, you know, for you? I'll trace, I guess, again, we'll start with you. Did you see an advantage in starting at a younger age and playing basketball? Well, yeah, certainly you've got to, you know, you've got to attack the fundamentals of it. Uh, you've got to get your base of, of you know, of, of dribbling and, and just the idea and the concept of what basketball is. And so I think it truly helps at a young age. Uh, you, you, you kind of get where you are. You see where you need to be, and it's a step-by-step -step process. And, and that's kind of the way we attacked it. You know, we worked um, individually on certain things. And, you know, when you get – a little better at one thing, it allows you, it opens the window up to, to do a little something else and try a little something different. And so, uh, you know, obviously, you know, for our kids, my nutritious kids, we we basically had, we gave them two choices. We're going, we're going to work in the gym or we're going to work work. And for the most part, they chose. <laughs> for the most part, I feel like there's a story there, but I'm going to well, leave that alone. You know, <laughs> yeah, they, they, like, they, they don't mind work, and we're, so we, we believe in it. Gotcha. So, who were some coaches uh, for either of you that, you know, you mentioned playing, was it for your dad, you said? I didn't you know, play for him, I just watched him coach. You watched him coach? Well, having a dad for a coach, though, uh, even if you didn't play for him, uh, do you, do you, are there little things that you picked up on the game that kind of you felt maybe give you, gave you an edge when it came to when you actually started playing? Sure. I mean, my dad was a very soft-spoken uh, gentleman. Uh, he, he didn't. He didn't say a lot. He was one That's of those, rare for a coach nowadays. Yeah, is, but he was one of those that when he did speak, you listened. Mm -hmm. So he, he always, you know, growing up, he made a, a big impression on on me for that reason. Uh, in high school, I mean, I was already dating Tracy at the time. He did a lot of coaching on me then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie, uh, but but uh, you know, Coach Sims, he was a, a very mm -hmm. big. I was I was a sophomore when he started his coaching career. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I was his first class coming up, and, and when I was a senior, it was the first year that the that Clay County Salina High School at the time girls went to the sub-state. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Coach Sims was a, a, you know, a good role model for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess that's probably my main two. What about you, Tracy? Uh, you know, going back to elementary school, um, Coach Bobby Bartlett, who the, the Salina K-8, just recently named their floor in honor of Coach Bobby mm-hmm. Bartlett. Uh, very deserving, super guy, super man, uh, good good man. Uh, was very influential growing up. We he was he approached it with a lot of fun and made it fun for us. Uh, like I say, I mentioned my brother Gary J, who's only ten years older than me, but mm-hmm. um, you know, after he after high school, he he was always around and and was was always uh, coaching and giving advice and. And working with us and some of my other brothers as well who were just a little bit older me mark and michael but uh i think the most credit for for really myself and the guys of my age would have been thomas watson mm-hmm. thomas came um uh like i say he, i can't remember what year thomas began to coach uh i know i read some some bio on him earlier and i think he i think thomas is overall record for boys basketball at salina was somewhere in the area of 450 wins and 150 losses. Mm-hmm. Very remarkable career. And uh, I actually think he's probably still the wingman's coach in Salina and Clay County history when you add in the fact that he did girls basketball mm-hmm. for a few years, I think only four, and had about 75 wins in girls basketball as well. So Thomas was very influential. But we began playing AAU ball which is so dominant and so prominent now. Uh, we began playing AAU ball, and Thomas was the main force behind that in about, I guess it was about sixth or seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of falling under his guidance at that time was huge, and having the opportunity to play extra games. Of course, Thomas, we went on and, and played high school ball under Thomas and had a great, you know, mm-hmm. team-wise had a great career and, and individually as well. Mm-hmm. I need to mention one too. Uh, when I was a freshman in high school, Faye Watson, which is Thomas's wife, mm-hmm. my sister-in-law now, uh, <laughs> she actually started our fast pitch uh, softball team okay. in high school. So Faye was really the one that really taught us that we could win because mm-hmm. at the time, you know, our, our, our girls' basketball and sports at the high school wasn't necessarily winning a whole mm-hmm. lot. Uh, Faye, did, Faye started the program, showed us all that we could win, and we had really good seasons uh, mm-hmm. my whole high school career in, in fast pitch softball. So Faye's definitely one that, that I should have mentioned to begin with that, mm-hmm. that really made a, a lasting impression on me. That's an interesting statement, showing that you that you could, could win. win. That That's a really interesting statement. How, how important is belief in it for a young athlete when it comes to, you know, you mentioned, you know, if first, a lot of young athletes today, if you're maybe on a team that's not winning a lot, you might jump schools. You might, you know, jump to a different AAU team. Mm-hmm. But how, or you might just stop playing. You know, might you know, it might kill your love for the game. How important is that to have that belief as a young athlete and have a coach that instills that belief oh, in you? It's, it's it's core. I mean, it's a core thing that to have that you can, uh, and that and that you have to work hard. What they taught us more than anything is the the work ethic that you had to have in order to achieve that. You know, she, she had a rule book. She said, we're going to learn this rule book. We're going to learn each each rule and figure out how to get better with each rule. And, you know, she would have situations. If something happened in a game, she would, she would holler, at, holler at us and say, write that down. We're going to practice that. So she mm-hmm. taught that um, that love of the game and the, 
um, teaching ourselves to mm-hmm. get better. You know, you, you, it, it's got to be on you mm-hmm. to, to learn and to, uh, to, to want to, to, to play harder and to, to figure out how to, <clears throat> to, to get better, you know. So specifically for you two, uh, what are some memories that stick out from your career in high school? Obviously, you both had really, really, really good careers there. You're the program, you're the girls' program all-time leading scorer. You're second, obviously, and we'll get to you. Uh, and then, uh, did I say something wrong? Well, with the girls' program now, I think y'all have to help me. Taylor is second. Kenzie, who is Taylor's teammate, okay. is first, and Trisha probably is oh, now okay. third. Okay. So there were two girls, and is that correct or not I correct? I thought Holly was third. No, Holly, that's right. There was, a, Holly, there was yeah. So Trisha's still top five. Okay, well, that's, yeah, that's But, yeah, it's, it's still really close there between those guys. See, I didn't no. even realize that I was even higher. When I, I didn't realize. <laughs> you I had stopped thinking about it after a while. Well, I, well, I didn't even know it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mom had the uh, single game scoring record, oh, okay. and then I beat it my senior year. Yeah. So. Okay. And how? What's that record? I'm curious. Forty-six. Wow, that's 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 a pretty good game when you're playing eight-minute quarters. <laughs> yes, I had, and I had no idea that it was Mom's record, or even that I was going to be close to breaking that record. So you didn't know? I didn't even remember. <laughs> I came, I came up after the game, and Dad was like, well, you know whose record you broke, right? And I, I had no idea. So. so what were you sitting there like the entire time during that game? What, what were, did you know the entire time that that was her record? I knew it was Trisha's record. <laughs> I, I didn't know what where Tyler was with her points. You know, I was sitting there, and, and some people, hey, Tracy, how many she got? I don't know, maybe 35, and that's in the third quarter, 37, whatever. And so, anyway, we get to that, that point, and I guess they make a um, – they make – the announcement over the you know the PA that Tyler at forty six and and uh, you know it, it kind of everybody's like wow this is going to be pretty cool because she's broken her mama's record which which really was um, but uh, it, it was a special night a lot of good a lot of good members a lot of good pictures you know <laughs> uh, from that one but uh, anyway uh, it was you know it was rewarding for her to, to be able to do that. Well, what, what were some of uh, some of y'all's favorite memories from your time playing in Clay County? Obviously, it's it's a program that's now recognized as one of the best 1A programs in the state. It really should be one of the best programs, period, regardless of classification. But what were some of your best memories? You know, we followed it up with three with three state tournament appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, had a really good run there for, for, for years. And, and Thomas, again, was, was key to that. I think... I think Coach Watson Thomas sometimes doesn't get the credit that he deserves for really teaching and coaching a faster-paced game. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, that was anywhere from 82 to 86. And we, we, I was fortunate to play with really good players, uh, players better than me. But we, 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 we played a little faster, we played a little harder. Mm-hmm. And I think that... I think those years still influence mm-hmm. Clay County basketball today. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask, how hard is it to get to three straight state tournaments? Because I don't think people understand truly like how tough that is. It's you know it's hard enough to win one. It's hard enough to get there. But you guys got to three consecutive ones while you were there. Can you put into words how much of a challenge that is, especially when you look at the basketball talent that's in this area? There's always a player too uh, that that make the difference uh, of whether or not you get an, an opportunity to play for a state championship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go back to Taylor's junior year, mm-hmm. um, really your junior and senior year. They're a possession away from playing in the state tournament both years, 
Um, and, and just a, a couple of things don't go your way. You know, they get beat on a buzzer beater uh, her senior year on a shot that, man, it rolled around three times and, and bounced off the backboard. And, and the thing about her team, her junior and senior year both, once you get to that final eight, mm -hmm. those girls had a chance. They were truly capable of winning. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it is hard. Um, but at the same time, you got to see the big picture. You got to see the big picture of, of a great season, mm -hmm. of hard work being rewarded. And if it doesn't go your way, not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. If it does, great. You mm -hmm. know. So, Trisha, what about you? Because you mentioned having a coach that taught you guys that you know you could win. Uh, you appear to have been a pretty big part of helping get that program to the next level. Uh, what were some things that stuck out from your time there? Well, I guess probably one of the, the, the biggest things that, I was mo that I've been most proud of is when I look back is that, my, I've already said it once, my senior year we were the first um, team that actually had went to the sub-state. So I feel like kind of my senior year was kind of a kicker. And then after that they went to the sub-state, I don't know, gosh, three or four years after that, mm -hmm. and then finally made it to the state tournament. So I kind of mm -hmm. feel proud that, that my senior year was, mm -hmm. was the beginning of that run. Mm -hmm. And then from that point forward, I mean, our, our girls team have been, um, you know, teams to be reckoned with for, for years. Mm -hmm. I've been out for 30 years, so <laughs> <we're> pretty <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that out loud. But I still say, you know, I tell my kids all the time, and I tell other kids too, that but this game teaches you more than the game. Mm -hmm. You know, it teaches you to be a leader. It teaches you life lessons. Mm -hmm. It's not just about winning. It's mm -hmm. about learning, learning life skills. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think I think our kids are stronger for playing, uh, stronger human beings for playing this mm -hmm. game, uh, and getting to the levels that they've gotten to. You know. So before we switch over completely to you, uh, what did life after Clay County High School look like for both of you? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I went down and played a couple of years at Cumberland. Uh, I signed to play down there. I wanted to play a little baseball and, and basketball. Um, probably actually, and again, I, you know, I, I don't know that I was a very good basketball player. I played with some really good people and, and was able to do some things, but I was probably a little bit better baseball player in hindsight. Probably should have pursued that a little bit harder. Um, than, than what I did. Coach Woody Hunt, who is recognized as one, been one of the best in, in this area, uh, really one of the best in the country, uh, was coaching at Cumberland University at the time. I remember <clears throat> the, the morning after we played our last basketball game as a freshman there at Cumberland, <clears throat> exhausting, is a lot of hard work, even at that time, you know, playing basketball at Cumberland was hard. It was, it was you know, you had to be dedicated. And so, we had played and season's over and the very next morning after our last game, I'm I'm asleep in my dorm room there and somebody opens the door and I don't even roll over to see who it is. It's not you know, if you're in, if you've ever lived in a dorm, you can appreciate that. Somebody sits down on my bed and about that time smacks me on my back. I'm like, Leave me alone. Well, that's Coach Hunt. Baseball coach, and he says, Let's go to work strong. I'm like, Coach, can I have a you know what he said, season's over, basket, it's time to go play baseball. <laughs> and so I asked Coach Hunt, I said, Coach, can I have a day or two? I'm kind of tired. <laughs> but so anyway, I, you know, I took a couple of years there at Tech and, uh, or at, uh, at Cumberland, transferred up to Tech and, and just kind of followed the team around here. Um, maybe wish I'd tried a little harder to get on the team uh, and, and, and play here at Tech, but didn't do it. 
uh, finished up my degree and just began teaching and, and whatnot. And like Taylor alluded to earlier, uh, began to play a lot of uh, league ball at different places. Wanted to continue playing and and played tournaments and league ball with 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 some guys that were really good. And, and we played a lot of we played we traveled and played a lot of basketball. So I stayed into it in in that way. And I, I guess that's kind of what led my kids and, and our kids into into uh, into getting in the gym and. And, and learning, you know, said, hey, you know, this looks like fun and we're going to give it a shot. So that's kind of what happened. Trisha, what about you? Well, for me, I didn't, I didn't have a, a college career in basketball. <laughs> I mean, I, I had a couple of offers. Um, Motlow was one of them. I had a chance to walk on it at uh, Columbia State. But I just didn't, I, I didn't, I, after, you know, I saw Tracy go and, and didn't stay. I just didn't, I just didn't, didn't pursue it. So I, I, I came, I went to MTSU for a year. Um, and then came to Tennessee Tech and graduated from here. So, so you, you work here at Cookville Regional where we're doing this interview. So what led to your interest to, uh, to pursue a career in this field? Uh, so I'm an accountant. Uh, this is what my degree is in. Uh, I actually started my um, my career at the hospital in Salina. Well, started at Jackson County Hospital as an accountant and mm -hmm. and moved to a Cumberland River home. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when the hospital here purchased uh, Cumberland River in 2012, and of course mm -hmm. I became an employee at Cookville <coughs> Regional. So I left there, started working uh, for the physician's office here about three years ago, and okay. been in this office for about six months. So I've always enjoyed healthcare. Um, you know. I, Feel very passionate about what I do. Mm. I enjoy the work. Tracy, what about you? What what led you to teaching? Well, um, my oldest sister Faye is is you know a career educator, and uh, Gary J, my brother, and it's just you know when you're in a small town of Salina, mm -hmm. you, there's only a few things that kind of seem like great ideas, and <laughs> obviously I was you know as a young kid coming out of um, high school, kind of uncertain and. And so Faye was like, well, you know, let's 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 go this route, and, and as, if you change your mind, we'll 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 you know you can you can change, and, and we'll look for something else. But but again, you know, uh, at the time, uh, teaching teaching is is a good profession. Mm -hmm. It's it's more difficult now. Would I go back and do it now? Did I advise Taylor to do it? And Kai and, and Grant, I did not. I, I told him that it's it's tougher now. You know, I mean I mean you're 31. And, and education is much tougher now than it was 31 years ago. Um, uh, it's uh, it, it's rewarding, mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, it's pretty tough. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I, you know, I, I got into it simply because I had uh, siblings, older siblings, who were doing it, and, and it provided you know an opportunity to to do some other things in the summertime and and whatnot, and and I enjoyed that. You know, I. I've worked a lot in the summers uh, building homes and working with my other brothers uh, in construction. So it, it, it provided some flexibility, but at the same time, some, mm -hmm. some stability in, in a way to make a living. All right, so Taylor, let's kind of shift the focus now to you. <laughs> you've, you've been able to kind of hide a little bit yeah. for the most part. Uh, let's talk about when did you discover that you really enjoyed basketball? What was the moment where you were like, you know, this is something I'm actually really good at and I really enjoy playing it? I think it was probably junior high. Junior high basketball. I played for um, my uncle, Mark Strong, okay. and I, I really liked it then. Um, we we had a pretty good team. We we won a lot of games in junior high, and I think it was just the winning aspect <laughs> of it. It's fun to win, so that's probably what it was. I would say. Were Were there other coaches that also just impacted you or that taught you life lessons throughout the game? 
Um, honestly, a lot of that came from AAU. I played for the Tennessee Rush program, and we had a lot of different – my age group, we had a lot of different coaches, and it's nice to just get their perspective on the game, just having different people to show you what they think is most important. And uh, my dad – my dad and Paige actually coached me for a couple years in AAU, and so that was fun to get to play for him. And had a couple – couple, so couple fun rides home for sure. But looking back at it now, he's, he's taught me a lot over the years. Um, I also got, I played for um, Joe Sims my freshman year, okay. so mom, I guess start was Started. his first, and I was one of the last. That's pretty so, incredible. Yeah. That's an incredible coincidence, <laughs> yeah, actually. I know. <laughs> so, so, were, so you were also one of were you Matt Matthew Walker? Were you one of his first classes as well? Yes, I, he was my assistant coach freshman year, and then he took over the head coach position. So, what was what was it like playing for Coach Walker? Because I know obviously he seems like a pretty mellow chill guy I know during games any coach can go crazy what's it like playing for him though because he seems like he knows he knows the game very well he he studies the game really well he uh he's he watches a lot of film so (laughs) he has a he has a a a very detailed game plan he knows exactly what each player on the other team is good at and he knows a lot of their plays so that's one of the main things I learned from him was how to study the game and what to expect before the games were going to happen, over just knowing a lot of their plays and where how to play defense for that kind of situation. So from when they played to your when you played, this might be a harder question to mm-hmm. to, to answer. I might have to I might have referred to one of you for this. Uh, how, how do you think the game of basketball has changed, or where has the game changed the most? Well, Dad played without a three point line for a little <laughs> while, I believe, and that was one of my stronger suits, I would say. So that's probably the. Biggest difference, I would think. I don't know much else that's changed. I guess Dad can probably. Well, for sure, the, the three point, you know, coming into play after the '86 year. That mm-hmm. I graduated in '86, and like I said earlier, Thomas Thomas helped change the game in Clay County the way that it was played. I believe, and truly, the Upper Carbolin, because we played a little faster, we played a little harder, we 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 did some things that normally hadn't been done. <clears throat> uh, we did shoot the ball from the outside, and so. You know, um, somebody asked me the other day, um, so what are you going to do? And this goes back to Grant's year this year. So what are you going to do in a couple of weeks when Grant passes your all-time career scoring record? <laughs> and Which I don't have any record. You know, back to, to the 86 and prior statistics, you know, rusty or not, mm-hmm. what they are today. You know, today you document everything, you, the huddle sites, you know, it's very specific. But, uh, you know, uh, I think I think somewhere around 2,200 points is what I've given credit for. Okay. And, and so Grant is probably may have already passed it. I, I'm not sure he got 2,000 at Red Bull a couple of weeks ago, and, and he's had some really good games here lately. So I don't know if he's passed me yet or not, but I'm like, you know, um, I, I don't like to be certainly any comparisons because there is no comparisons. Um, Grant and Tyreek for – are totally separate from anybody else that's ever played ball mm-hmm. in Clay County, really. Uh, but to answer your question about Taylor and the way that basketball has changed, certainly the three-point line. I mean, mm-hmm. would I like to have played with it? <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, you know, we played with it in the league ball and stuff that we've done since, and uh, it, it's a, it, it's really changed the game. It changed it for, for me as a – as a six foot one, one hundred seventy pound senior, uh, it, you know, it would have given me an opportunity to, yeah. I mean, you know, you, so for Taylor, Taylor's Taylor's basketball 
I think I think your your forty six came as a senior, right? Mm -hmm. But Taylor had I remember a game as a sophomore. I think it was at Monterey where she, she Taylor had she 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 actually still holds the record for the most threes in a single game, which was during her sophomore year. She made nine threes at Monterey as a sophomore, mm -hmm. and really didn't play in three quarters. In three quarters, <laughs> we didn't even get to play the fourth quarter for some reason. I don't know why she didn't. That's hard enough to do mm -hmm. in four quarters. Yeah, she, and so she was on track. I think she finished with thirty-seven, whatever, nine threes, and but. From that point on, her sophomore year, Taylor was really the most became the most heavily defended player mm -hmm. in in the entire upper country because it was a boxing one every single night, mm -hmm. and it was because of the three point line and her ability to shoot three. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you look at, at the district that she complete competed in with with Lamar Clark Range and and, and Brent Derek Pickett. Those those guys were not going to let her shoot the basketball, and so, you know, I I looked at some things before we came over this afternoon, and I think Taylor has his second all time career points. She has the most. She has eighteen hundred and seventy. I think it's sixty something. Sixty something points. She has the most difficult. She has the most. She she has the most difficult eighteen hundred and sixty <laughs> points that's ever been scored in high school basketball because she did it with somebody standing on her toes all night long, every night. And then when she caught the ball, she was dope. So uh, going back to that sophomore year, you talking about a kid that had to work her butt off. Mm -hmm. She did. Well, Taylor, tell me a little bit about that. So how did you adjust to teams doing that? Because there aren't a lot of players that get face guarded and then have to deal with, you know, boxing one at the high school level. I know Grant probably has to deal with a lot of that now, but there's not a lot of people that have to deal with that at the high school level. It's frustrating. It That was – just being a young player, for sure, it was frustrating, and I just didn't – I mean, it just makes you play completely different because when you do get the ball, you have to kind of turn and look. That's one of the biggest things Dad would ever tell me is just take a second and turn and look at the goal and think about what you're going to do because you've worked so hard to get the ball, and then you're like, well, now I've got it, and what am I even going to do with it? So that was probably the biggest thing was just trying to not get frustrated because that was the person that was guarding you. I played against some of the best defenders, I think, mm -hmm. um, around here in the Upper Cumberland. Um, just, I mean, they were their goal was to make you mad and make you just so frustrated you couldn't do anything. So that was probably the biggest, biggest learning lesson I would say was just to stay focused on what I was trying to do. He also mentioned the district, and I think that's a great segue because I think this might be the best girls' district in the state, sure. especially at the one A level. For sure. It's there. You know, you mentioned Lamar. You mentioned Brent Smith. I mean, there's. There's so much coaching prowess mm -hmm. in this district. Now, that's just looking at it today. Mm -hmm. yeah. who, I have to ask, one, who is the toughest player that you've had to go up against in the district? Oh. Um, and who was your, and what was your favorite road – who was your favorite road gym to play in? My favorite gym to play in? That wasn't Clay County. That wasn't Clay County. Um, well, I guess Monterey where I broke the record. <laughs> that was their new gym that year. Um, I always – I always kind of liked playing in Pickett County. It's a small mm -hmm. court, so I liked playing up there. And then the t one of the toughest players I ever played against, I actually played with them in AAU. Um, Pickett County was really good my junior year, oh, which they were, they've been good for a long time. But I played against Courtney Pritchett, and she okay. is one of the greatest players I've ever played against. But playing with her was even more impressive than playing against her. And then uh, – Gracie Martin is one of the hardest defenders I've ever played against, for sure. So, just a hard-nosed defender. I would say those two are at the top. Um, 
played against Jalen Gregory, Keel Carter, they're, which the they're not in Macon, our district, yeah. but they're at Macon, so just Upper Cumberland. But I would say those are some of the top names. Do you think girls basketball in the Upper Cumberland gets the credit it deserves for how tough it is to play here? I don't know. It's tough to say. I mean, a lot of people do say this is one of the hardest mm-hmm. districts, but it's it's different playing in it against it. You've got to be on your A game. You've got to be at the top of your game every night that you play because even some of the <clears> teams <throat> that are at the bottom of our district are at the top <clears throat> of any other district in the state. So it's tough. So what were some of your favorite memories from playing at Clay County? Going to Substate my junior and senior year, that was always fun. I just loved playing with the girls that I was with all the time. Um, we beat Clark Range my junior year in the, was it district or region tournament? The, it was a region semi. Region semi. Wow. So that was a that was a pretty big upset, I would say. We, we uh, and then we beat, was it, was it senior year that we beat Clark Range again at home? I don't think that we had beat them in a regular season game in a, a long, long time. time. Beat them at home your mm-hmm. senior year. Just, just winning, <laughs> probably, I would say. Just winning the big games like that. Just, you know, you work hard all season long just to have the chance to win those games that matter. Well, and I'm sure you also had – correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm sure you also meet a lot of really good friends that you talk, oh, talk to to this day through playing the game. Was that the case for you? Oh, of course, yeah, uh, for sure. I met my best friend uh, – some of my best friends I met playing at AU. So it was different just playing against those girls all my whole entire life and then – playing with them in AAU, it was so fun because you compete so hard and you just, not, I wouldn't want to say hate each other, but you just, you know, the rivalry has been going on for so long and then you meet them and you're like, hey, these, I actually like these girls pretty good. But, and then playing just at Clay County, some of my best friends I've ever had and will be my best friends forever, for sure, come from playing basketball. So what, what, what did life after high school look like for you then? So I, I go to school over here at Tech. I'm a nursing major. Um, okay. I work at Cookville Regional. I'm a PCA over wow, here. Wow, you're busy. So <laughs> pretty busy. And then trying to go back and forth to watch Grant play basketball. And so I'm going to graduate. I, gra- I will graduate next December as an RN. So, so what led to the interest in nursing then for you? Um, we had a, a CNA program at the high school. So that's, I guess that's kind of what started it. But I think I always knew I wanted to do something in the healthcare field. Yeah, you guys. I was little. All three of you majored in the smart people stuff. I just majored in journalism. So, um, well, the way I love to close all of these out is just by giving you know the people that are on it a chance to kind of speak to the younger generation of athletes now. Uh, so, Tracy, we'll start with you. Uh, what and this, you're all three going to answer the same question. So, I can repeat it if need be, but just just see all the way. What is some advice that you would give younger athletes today to get to where you did, where you know you're helping a team get to, you know, three straight state tournaments. You're you're playing, you know, sports in college. A lot of kids dream to do that. Not every kid gets to do that. What's some advice you would give them? And then what is some advice you'd also give your younger self? Well, everything begins with hard work. Um, you you got to be willing to put in the time to to get the reward. Uh, I think. I think for the younger generation now, it's a little bit different than when Trish and I were growing up because I think the younger generation now is exposed so to so much mm-hmm. that it's very important for the younger generation to choose positive role models mm-hmm. um, because there's so, <clears throat> there's so much good out there and you can find it and you can find it, but there's also so much bad. There's, there's, so you've got to be wise. You've got you to you know, you lock on and... and uh, you know, be be selective in what you what you put in front of yourself. Um, you got to be willing to work. 
you've got to be willing to, to buy into the team aspect. You know, a, a lot of what you see in the media is so much of what what I can get out of it, and what it's it's a lot of me stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's that's something that um, that really all around the Upper Cumberland, we we I think the coaches do a good job with it, and mm-hmm. I think the kids do a good job with it. That they're you know that they're willing to to put in the work, and, and we're pretty fortunate. I believe to live in the area that we live in, mm-hmm. because I think I think most kids do see people work hard and and uh, do the right thing. So I think that's a lot of it. Be willing to put in the work and choose, make the right decisions. Um, be a good student, and um, think you know things should work out. You know. And then what would you tell your younger self? Um. Tough question, I guess. Um, you know, to, I guess to be a little bit more appreciative of, of, of what what was happening at the time. You know, again, we you know we were lucky. Uh, we were fortunate to play a three state uh, tournaments. Never was able to win one, but um, you know, I, I don't know if I appreciated that and realized what was going on at the moment. Um, <clears throat> maybe to work a little harder. You know, I, I you know I think sometimes we, you know, I, I think we did work. Um, uh, but I don't know if I worked as hard as I should have. Um, uh, but, um, you know, I don't know. I guess, I guess that's it, just just to appreciate what's going on and to realize that it's not going to last a very long time and and uh, take the take the bad with the good because it's, there's, it's, it's both there. Tricia, what about you? <laughs> you stole them all. <laughs> no, I, I think probably advice to other other kids would be, you know, to pay attention to the team approach. Um, you know, everybody's got their role, uh, mm-hmm. and that's part of being a leader. Some are leaders, um, and some some have other roles. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, being a, a rebounder, being a, a good passer, just being an encourager. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody has a role, and I think that's probably what what advice I could give to other other players. Um, you know, there, you know, there, there's a lot of exposure now mm-hmm. uh, when Tracy and I were in school I never played AAU I, mm-hmm. you know, the only the only players that got to play AAU were the top mm-hmm. you know number I don't know what percent you would even say but um, you know kids have so much more exposure to be able to learn and play play games mm-hmm. um, I think you know, kids could pay attention to that and, and try to you know, find their love, and mm-hmm. and if they want to go on and and play, uh, you know, further on, then then pay more attention to that at an earlier age, and 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 focus on on what they're good at. But uh, I guess the best mm-hmm. advice is to you know be part of the team. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and as far as my younger self, I don't know. I think I wished I have, I wished I had paid more attention to what was going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and actually taking it in a little bit, uh, taking it in a little bit more. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't realize. What was you know you don't realize what's going on because if you don't have somebody saying pay attention and and take it in, mm-hmm. uh, I wished I'd had you know a little bit more, mm-hmm. a few more people telling me to slow down and and, and mm-hmm. watch it. Well, Taylor, close us out. What would you say? I think I would build off what Dad said right there is mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, it is just a basketball game and it does mm-hmm. matter more how you treat people and the respect that you have and just appreciate it while you're playing because the sense of community we have especially in Clay County just the fans that come out of just I I mean they just they support us so well in Clay County and it's just it's a great sense of team and just togetherness that we have and then for my younger self 
I'd probably just say you just enjoy it and just work hard every day because it'll end someday. So that's probably about it. So I lied a little bit. I have one last question because there was a great quote from Grant last year when they won the state championship about how he was going to use that. At, at home, has he used that to get out of any chores? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll say it? yes on that. I'll say oh, yes I have to hear that. this story. Yeah. Uh, it's just you know, it just you anytime, didn't have to pick up the trash or anything. You know, anytime anything's brought up, it's like, well, were you Mister Basketball? Did, did you did you want to say that? <laughs> I mean, what can you say to that? <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Well, uh, this has been a, an awesome time talking to you again. I want to reiterate how appreciative I am for all three of you being willing to meet with me today because this has been one of my favorite uh, episodes to uh, record. So with that being said, that was Tracy, Tricia, and Taylor Strong.